Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally how I do it, I would read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. Um, But today, I just wanted to talk to y'all for a moment. So, as women... (laughs) We have what is called a menstrual cycle. Yeah, I know some of you men probably were like, ah, this is a little bit too much for me. But let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Okay. So when it comes to dating, when it comes to engagements, when it comes to wedlock, is your future hubby, your current hubby, willing to go to the store for you ladies to go grab those things such as tampons, maxi pads, whatever it is that you need in order to let Aunt Flo flow? Just a typical question. Um, I know that in times past when I have dated someone um, that The moment that I would be like, oh, my goodness, I've ran out of tampons or, oh, my goodness, I've ran out of maxi pads. I'd get that look. Ladies, y'all know what look I'm talking about. Like, I know you don't want me to go to go grab some for you. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that. Do you know how embarrassing that is? (laughs) But I do believe that it says a lot about a gentleman who is willing to be embarrassed for the sake of your comfort. And so, um, yeah, it's little things like that. I've also seen where, let's say that a lady is shopping and she's like, you know, I'm trying to give me the perfect pair of shoes and I just want to make sure that they fit just right. Honey, can you hold my purse? (laughs) And sometimes a man will be like, oh, heck no, that's in violation of the man law. (laughs) But is he willing to be uncomfortable for the sake, ladies, of your comfort. It's little things like that that I just truly believe that we ought to pay attention to. Because you're, you should be marrying your best friend. You should be marrying someone where you can be completely and unapologetically authentic yourself around good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. And the love that you have for one another is not wavered in any way, form, or fashion. Those are the things that I just really, truly believe in my strong opinion that you should look for. Um, Look for qualities in an individual that you get to be who you are and he gets to be who he is. And y'all complement each other, whether together or apart. And you grow as an individual in the knowledge of who you are. And he grows as an individual as in the knowledge of who he is. Um, For the lack of a better statement, you two become better individuals because of knowing one another. Um, I I sincerely, wholeheartedly believe that that is something um, that should be looked at. So a while back, if you've been listening to any of the episodes Um, I had talked about some of the red flags when it comes to dating someone. Well, today, what I'd like to cover, and I'm not, I promise you I won't be on here long. I like to talk about some of the green lights 
when it comes to dating someone. So one thing that I have always admired about my parents is their ability to be completely transparent. And what I mean by that is there are times that let's say that my mom's cell phone actually dies. She is able to reach over and grab my dad's cell phone and commence to just dialing whatever number she needs to dial. Um, There's times that he's let her have his cell phone because maybe hers was out of commission for a week or two, um, not thinking about or not concerned about who may be trying to call him because there was nothing to hide. That to me is a green light. Whenever you're able to truly be completely free, completely free in every sense of the word, it's a lot of people that live double, quadruple, triple lives in this world where where literally whenever you're in the presence of your girlfriend or your boyfriend, you're cutting your cell phone off. Um, to me, that's a red flag when you're cutting your phone off. Not I'm not talking about because you want to have that genuine quality time with the individual. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about because you got all this other extracurricular activity taking place that you are fearful that while you're in the presence of your main boo, that something may be exposed. That's a red flag to me. A green light is where you can have a dialogue in the presence of your boo and someone is texting, calling or whatever, and you don't panic. You don't hurry up and hit the hang or hang up or whatever because you have nothing to hide where you can literally receive a text message and vice versa. And you all can have a discussion on, can you believe this? Look, look at this and hand your phone over. Those are the types of things that I believe are the green light because you're not trying to hide anything on either front. Um, Not only that, whenever you're able to exchange passwords, I don't have anything to hide from you. You don't have anything to hide from me. Now, of course, you know, that goes the deeper that you get into your relationship, the more comfortable you get with that person. I'm not talking about day one, day two or whatever. I'm talking about the more comfortable you get into the relationship. Are you able to exchange your passwords? Is he able to access your phone whenever? Are you able to access his phone whenever? Um, are you able to pick up his phone? Is she able to pick up your phone? Um, is that the type of understanding that you have with one another? And I know people talk about privacy, but I do remember watching an actual, I don't know if it was an interview that I was watching. Cause I, you know, when it comes to people watching and couples and things like that, I'm, I'm completely fascinated by that. So I don't even know what it was. I don't know if it was a documentary. I don't know. But anyway, there was a man and his wife on there and he was saying how when he made the commitment to make her his bride he literally denounced his player's card which means that she became his best friend she became um everything in the sense of his life was no longer in hiding he she had access to him he had access to her because they had made the commitment that the two would become one. And so for me, is he willing and is she willing to give you access to her life, to his life? To me, that's another green light. 
How are you all when it comes to your bounce back? Whenever you're in an argument, let's say, do you minister words of encouragement or do you edify each other? Let's say that you get into a heated discussion and maybe you're not seeing eye to eye. Do you let the sun go down on your wrath or do you both find a way to come together to defuse the situation so that he is not going to bed angry? You're not going to bed angry. You can laugh about something different later, but you're not holding on to bitterness. You're not holding on to indifference. You're not holding on to being upset, hatred or whatever um, that ill emotion is. You're not holding on to that. But instead, you're trying to find a way to resolve the issue before you lay your eyes before you lay your head down to close your eyes so that you're not waking up with that same burden on your heart because let's just keep it 100. None of us are guaranteed to wake up. So how quick is your bounce back? And when it comes to communication, are you able to be completely transparent with that individual? Are you able to be quote unquote, naked and unashamed? Are you able to bear your soul and not have to fear later on down the line, you're being completely transparent, being held against you in an argument? Are you able to talk about your proclivities? Are you able to work through those proclivities with your spouse, with your significant other, with your future hubby or your future wife? Are you able to do those things? To me, those are all green lights. If you're able to keep the lines of communication open, if you're able to resolve um, a disagreement quickly, if you're able to minister love, even when you're upset. (laughs) There was an incident where uh, I was having, we're going to call it a spat um, with someone that I hold near and dear to my heart. And as he and I were having this spat, It was he was shocked because I still took the time out to make a plate for him. I still took a moment out to serve him. I still took the moment out to make sure he was good. We had a discussion about the meal. Um, And so he was looking like I never experienced nothing like this in my life. I've never experienced where. We can one minute be in a disagreement and the next minute you're ministering to me as if the disagreement didn't take place. Now, of course, that requires self-control in a lot of different ways. That requires you swallowing your own pride. That requires you um, in in a big sense. It requires you becoming a bigger person. Um, And it's a lot of people that don't know how to do that. It's a lot of people that are so hell bent on being right all the time that they sacrifice the peace in their relationship just for the sake of being right. When it comes to having a spat, an argument, a disagreement or whatever. Are you that person? Are you that person that is just like, nope, I want to be right. And I don't care if you disagree or not. I'm going to keep this same energy until you tell me that I'm right. That to me is a red flag because that to me symbolizes pride. And according to what I've read, pride comes before a fall. So how do you handle your disagreements? How do you bounce back from having a disagreement? How do you cope with 
a lot of things. Like um, I remember a pastor talking to us one time at the congregation telling us um, there are certain things that you should look for when you are dating someone. And he was saying that you should look for how they respond whenever they're angry. You should look for how they respond whenever they lose a loved one. You should look at how they respond to you whenever you are in an, a disagreement. You should look at how they respond to when things aren't going their way financially. You should look at how they respond to their parents if their parents are still living. And you should look at how they are with their friends and how their friends respond to them. Because in doing that, you literally get to learn a lot about a person that may not necessarily tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth in the you know early stages of dating. And so you should always, in my honest opinion, in agreement with what that pastor said, pay attention to everything, everything, not just the words that are coming out of the individual's mouth. Pay attention to that person's actions, too. I feel like that will really tell you who you're dealing with. And um, for the most part, for the most part, because, I mean, you know, it's just like who who said that um, he said Ogles was it Ogles has layers. Y'all remember it was like a cartoon or whatever. I, I might be calling it wrong, uh, Ogle or whatever. But some of y'all remember what I'm talking about, where he said that they have layers like layers of onions. I forgot what show that was or what um, I think it was Shrek. That's what it was. So. When he was talking about how they have layers, well, it's the same when it comes to individuals. We all have layers. We all have our past traumas, our present traumas, our backgrounds, how we were raised, um, our perception on life, our learned behaviors, and then the things that we've had to unlearn over the course of time. Are they teachable? Can you teach them how to love you? Can they teach you how to love them? Um, is that something that you all discuss? Is there a way that you, you know, what are your love language? What is your love language? What are the love languages? Some people, it's all five. For me, it's all five. I, all five love languages is what I <laughs> respond to. Not just one, but all five. So learning those things about the person that you're dating or getting to know, even, you know, those things I believe are very important, you know, and then to not just learning about it, but are you able to, honor it. Are you able to honor it? I feel like that also speaks volumes in terms of companionship. And, you know, if, when someone tells you what their love languages are, are you able to honor their love language? Or is that difficult for you? Is that something that maybe you weren't raised that way? Maybe you weren't raised to be affectionate and they, they want to be ministered to in terms of affection. Can you handle that? Can you handle their truth? Um, and I also just believe that sometimes whenever you are getting to know someone and you're dating someone, you really get to find out who am I? <laughs> who am I? Am I that man that's able to go to the store? And if she says that she wants to, you know, hey, I've ran out of tampons. I ran out of maxi pads. Am I that guy that'll be able to go to the store for her? Or is my pride going to get in the way? And I'm just like, huh, I'll drive you to the store, but I sure enough ain't going to be packing nothing. What, you know, it's those types of things are, I don't know. I mean, you can call it a test if you want, but at the same time, I don't think it's so much a test. I just think it's, it's a way for you to learn who it is that you're dealing with. Um, 
what they're willing to do for you, what they're not willing to do for you. Make sure that you keep the lines of communication open so that there's no surprises. I know that there's in my in times past that I have dated fellas that um they necessarily weren't caught up in the holidays. Now, I'm going to be quite honest with you. Those fellas in my mind, I was thinking, no, nah, Ninja, you must really be having some other stuff going on in your world. Were you talking about you don't celebrate holidays? Maybe it's because you do have somebody else in the in the background and you don't want to get caught up. So you just going to tell me for the sake of keeping your player card that you don't necessarily celebrate. But next thing I know, I'm hearing I'm hearing you or seeing you on social media celebrating. You know what I'm saying? So I remember it was a friend of mine <laughs> and she was saying how um, it really wasn't funny, but she was saying how the guy that she was dating that um, he was a truck driver and how all of a sudden one day she said she just had this weird feeling that something about what he was telling her was not right because all of a sudden he just stopped answering his phone. And she said she did her little investigative work and he was talking about, oh, where I'm at, I'm getting bad reception. So she went ahead and he didn't know that she had a social media site. And so she went and did her little investigative work and found out that the reason why he didn't quote unquote have any reception is because he was actually spending a birthday celebration with who he said was an ex, but based on the stuff that he posted on that site, they were current. And so pay attention, pay attention to the little things that people say and do um, to see if their actions truly do align with their words. And I know sometimes it's, you know, some things are justifiable, some things, you know, they can truly if you were to question them, you could end up finding out that, OK, even though that dog didn't seem like it hunted, they were telling you the truth. But for the most part, if you got a weird feeling that something about that story ain't right. Listen to your gut or at least investigate, at least investigate to make sure that what you're feeling, you know, either you're going to find out the truth or you're going to find out the lie. You're going to discover either one, the truth or the lie. And so, um, but listen to your gut. If you feel like mm, this person is, I don't feel like this person is completely being honest with me. Trust your instincts and do something about that. Either ask more questions, do more research, whatever you need to do to give you a peace of mind. I remember there was this one dude that I <laughs> was dating and we had just started dating. And when we were dating, um, he had, for some reason, he was telling me, he had, he came up with this whole story talking about, oh, my grandmother is sick, blase, blase, blase. She's so, so sick. And um, he was like, I got to go, go out of town real quick. So something within me was like, this man is not telling me the truth. So I, I pray a lot. So I was like, okay, let me just kind of, let me pray about the situation. I'm sure, you know, the truth will be revealed. So I pray and something says, go. See, y'all, that's why you got to be careful about the social media site. Because some of y'all, y'all be trying to run game, but y'all don't have y'all's game on lock. I'm just saying. Um, so, yeah, especially when you're dealing with a woman who is a private investigator. It's, it's a whole lot of you men that have been busted because you thought your game was on lock, but you didn't know that you was actually dealing with an undercover private investigator. So, anywho, so I ended up going to his site and no, his grandmother wasn't sick. He had other stuff that he had going on that particular weekend, and he just didn't want to tell me. 
So I politely sent him a message and said, I hope you enjoyed your visit with your grandmother, but this right here is officially over. And so months later, he ended up inboxing me and confessing. You, you're right. I was busted. You're right. Everything that you said was accurate. Um, you caught me in a lie and I apologize. And I'm just like, yeah, no worries. No worries. There was a movie called, what is it? Catch a lie, find a thief or something like that. So I'm just at a point in my life that um, I like to try the spirit by the spirit. I like to try the spirit by the spirit because I feel like that's how you get to know who it is that you are truly dealing with. Um, and then you get to make a you get to make a a good judgment or you get to make a good. I can't even think of the word, y'all. You get to make a good um, decision of whether or not this is something that I'm I'm able to deal with or this is something that I cannot deal with. And whenever you are coming across a situation where you're like, I really can't deal with this. Y'all tell the truth. Just tell the truth and shame the devil. If you get in a situation where you like, hey, you know, I was good up until this point, but this is something that I just cannot co-sign for. Tell the truth. Just tell the truth. Be honest with yourself. Be true to yourself. Be true to the individual that you're dealing with. Um, a lot of these relationships aren't even meant to be relationships. Some of them are just meant to be friendships. If you're honest enough with that individual, you may discover it was never meant to be a relationship in terms of romantically. It was just meant to be a friendship. Honor that. Honor each other. The more we do that, I really, truly feel like the world would be a better place. But that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. So, yeah. So if you are one of those ladies that's just like, I just, I just, you know, want to put this to the test. I just want to see, would you be willing to go to the store for me? Just a question. Watch his reaction. Now, it doesn't mean that if he says, heck no, that he's a bad guy. You just know what his limits are. <laughs> Don't kick away a good man because he's not willing to do certain things that he considers as a violation of the man code. Don't do that. Just be, be just be mindful. Be mindful. Learn your limits. Let him learn yours. And try to build something lasting and beautiful. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please do me a huge favor and take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.